Welcome to Nourishing Body and Soul, the podcast. Get ready to revitalize your mind, body, and soul. We're here to inspire women who are looking to break free from old patterns and ideas to create a life of increased confidence and improved health. Say goodbye to limiting beliefs and hello to new possibilities. So kick back, get ready to have some fun, and let's dive in. We'll uncover tools and insights that can help you build a life that's truly nourishing, body and soul. Hi, welcome to Nourishing Body and Soul, the podcast. I'm Tracy. And I'm Victoria. And we're glad that you're here with us. Yeah. Um, so this week, we, we went to Monterey Bay. And oh, I, you did? Yes. And it's oh, been a long time since I've been there. Um, oh my gosh. So yeah, if you've never been to Monterey, uh, it's put, one on, of my put it on your destination list. Yeah. And if you've never been to Monterey Bay Aquarium, yeah, do that. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But anyway, you know, it's touristy and I, yeah. I know better, but um, we spent a stupid amount of money on saltwater taffy. Saltwater, oh ta saltwater taffy. Oh. It's not my thing. Uh -huh. my, my, Lynn likes it and um, Em kind of likes it, but and so it's like the, I am a snob about it. It's like I will only ever buy saltwater taffy at some place that is close to salt water. Because it's like, I'm not buying it just anywhere because whatever. Yeah. A, it's not my thing. But, um, but I mean, it was just, it, and it's not like we bought a ton of it. Uh huh. But because it was at Monterey and a candy shop right there in Cannery Road. I've been on that can to the candy shop. It was stupid expensive. So I know better than to spend that much on saltwater traffic, which if we had gone probably two or three blocks just away from the ocean, it would, probably would have cost us a third of the price. But oh, we were there. It was there, spent too much money on saltwater taffy. Hmm. I mean, it was just ridiculous. Yeah. But anyway. Well, that's, well, that's fun though. So, yeah. It is, you have to do it is like fun. little indulgences like that. So we could have indulged in saltwater taffy from Monterey. It's not, not, not on the actual work. Yeah. 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 Anyway. So. so I know better. Mine is like, I know better. Trying to not eat sugar, trying very hard to not eat sugar for health reasons because I do not want diabetes and I'm old, like 50 something, early 50s something. Oh, I might as well just say how old I'm 53. And I know my family history that there's gonna be diabetes. So I'm like, I'm committed to not eating sugar. And I know better, but somehow that makes me want it more. Yeah, that's. <laughs> And so, because that's it, that's how our bodies are and minds are programmed. That's yeah. Why. So I've gone from like the absolute restriction is not binging effective. just a little bit of sugar, not just a little bit, but binging like a lot of sugar to kind of dialing it back to just like having like somebody made some homemade bread. These are the kind of things that happen when you live in the middle of the country. Um, someone made us some homemade bread. And so I had to break out the honey, which I don't usually. So I've been, yeah. I didn't binge on it. I just, yeah. there's still a loaf left. I didn't eat it all. I know. So I guess that's better than I know <laughs> better. <laughs> I'm dumb Barbie. I, I, I'm dumb Barbie today. I just, I just have, I know better. She has a better than I know better stuff. So. Yeah. No, I don't know. So anyway, that, that's my yeah. confession. So I know better, but I need to, and I need to stop. 
Yeah. addictive it really is I don't think it's addictive for everybody because some people can be well, like strong and have like a piece and yeah. that but it's addictive to me well like, I, I, oh I've been there I have yeah. been there so much and really for the difference for me mm-hmm. was really going with leaning hard into the intuitive eating and the no food rules mm-hmm. no food rules like I legitimately now will allow myself to have as much sugar or whatever as I want. And really just leaning and, into that. Yeah. Yeah. Because now it's like, yeah, I can have it. Or I mean, I mean, in Monterey, did it take you a long went time? to this wonderful, oh, okay. wonderful restaurant. I had this amazing meal. Oh, it was so good. Mahi, mahi. Mm. mahi. Well, what restaurant did you go to? Do you remember uh, the name? Lala's Grill. Lala Grill. It was so good. And they had these desserts that looked amazing and if they were any even a fraction as good as that fish was it would have been a dessert to remember forever Mm -hmm. but i didn't get one because i didn't want one and that that is not me from oh Oh my gosh even five years ago that was that was not me i would not have been able to be in a restaurant like that with the opportunity to have a dessert like that and pass it up wow so so it's like it i mean i just wanted to just have that taste of that fish in my mouth oh that's so good yeah no so I went to a restaurant with my fiance um in uh in Monterey and we ordered a dessert and it was one of the first times we'd ever really gone out to a nice dinner and so I have a thing where I don't like to share desserts because <laughs> there's this one the good stuff stay away from it order your own this, this is the thing people are like oh get it not just have a bite no, and then they won't. Like, oh, I'll just have a bite. And then she takes like a gigantic thing. Okay. So I'm there with my fiance. It was our, one of our first really nice dinners. And um, the dessert comes in. It was an ice cream and like some concoction. I don't know. It was a fancy dessert at a fancy place. And so we were both being very polite about it and then like just kept politely like eating it and he get to the point where we got to like the, the middle of it and our was <laughs> fighting and it was like oh you know I really think I love you but also don't I eat would love dessert. you more if yeah you put your hands up my chop yes yes so anyway so like probably everybody else in most of the civilized world yeah we had not planned to do this but then she saw the barbie movie and I said did. i think we need an episode i'm like you think we get an episode out of it okay you know and then i went and saw it and i went oh my gosh yes 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 so we just went and saw it again today yeah and like the old nerds that we are she had her phone i had my book we, we sat and took notes, notes. yes <laughs> so all notes. for you mm-hmm. i would not have sat there taking notes if it wasn't for you so just so we're clear, we are going to talk about the Barbie movie, and which means we are going to give spoilers on spoilers on spoilers on spoilers, right? <laughs> but it's not a murder mystery, so no, <laughs> no, it's not. Some things that are kind of funny that yeah. were unexpected. So anyway, either you are watching this and you don't care and you're not going to go see the Barbie movie and you're going to listen to what we have to say on it, or you've seen the Barbie movie, right? So if you've seen it, you're on board with this. If you haven't seen it and you don't have it, press pause right now. Yeah. And come back to us after you've seen it. Or no, go watch another podcast. One of our not another podcast, like (laughs) one of our other episodes. We have other episodes. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You you can listen to another one. Just go listen to another episode. There you go.
and then come back to this one mm -hmm. after you've seen the movie or if you want or until you get tired of waiting for not having spoilers so yeah <laughs> at some point it's all gonna be spoiled anyway probably. so okay let's start with this before you saw it a how much press did you see for it and b were you like excited to see it or like where were you on that spectrum okay so first of all we haven't actually talked too much about intentionally yeah this about what we saw yeah like what we saw so i mean for all i know she gave a thought it was like some sexist horrible journey or whatever so i all i knew about it was first of all greta gerwig i love mm -hmm. um who's done little women and she did lady birch from this area Oh, I didn't know that. did you know? Yeah, like outside, of, they filmed a lot of Ladybird in Sacramento. I did know that. Yeah. So anyway, so we'll kind of have a thing, mm -hmm. and she's not the typical like this is kids' toys movie director. Mm -hmm. And so I saw like the stills probably a year ago with um, Margot Robbie mm -hmm. and Ryan Gosling, mm -hmm. and I thought, could they have picked a better, <laughs> perfect, casting. perfect? Yeah. And I thought. First of all, it doesn't seem like something Greta Gerwig would do. And it doesn't seem like something these two would do. It's some, you know, like they're Academy Award winning actors. So it's not, those are not the kind of people that do like just Barbie jokey Barbie movies. So I was intrigued by that. I thought it was rated R. And maybe at that time they were talking about having it be rated R. I don't know. But um, it turned out to be rated PG-13, which is financially a much better decision. <laughs> um so I had seen that but I hadn't seen anything I don't like spoilers so mm -hmm. I intentionally will stay away from things that I as much as you can so yeah I know you can't get away from this oh story. my gosh no that when that was the thing I wanted to see it right when it came out mm -hmm. her daughter last week it was just last week mm -hmm. said she was going to go and dress up mm -hmm. and take my granddaughters. your granddaughter's mm -hmm. And I was like, what the heck? Like, how bonkers is that? That's kind of what I thought. Sorry, Em, wherever you are. <laughs> I, not, not totally bonkers, but I was like, oh, you're a grown woman. Yeah. That's and so then, I don't know what, I went to go buy the tickets and I saw, saw, so the very, we had the very first day and we went at 10 in the morning because we were both awake and mm -hmm. we just decided to go. And yeah, I dressed up. Like full her on. mom, the Lee is yeah. her mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My, yeah, my 90-year-old mom dressed up like Barbie. It was hilarious. So yeah, and we got pictures and stuff. And so yeah. So you were you hadn't heard much about it was, intentionally. Yeah. And you were excited to see it. Yes, I was excited to see it. I hadn't heard much about it. I hadn't sought it out at all. You can't get away from it. So I had heard some. I was yeah. kind of like, okay, whatever, Barbie movie, okay. Um, now I played with Barbies when I was little, so you know, been a Barbie fan, but it was uh, the movie didn't seem very intriguing to me. And mm -hmm. it, honestly, when there's so much press about yeah. a movie, normally it makes me want to go, mm -hmm, yeah, yeah, you're trying a little too hard, yeah. Um, and so oftentimes to me, that's a sign that the movie is not really going to be as good as they're saying it is. Mm -hmm. Um, and so I was just like, yeah, oh, wait. I didn't plan on seeing it in theaters. I was just going to go, you know, when it watch it when it came to Prime yeah. or Netflix or wherever it lands after it's out of the theaters. Um, but then she and her mom saw it and she texted and said, you know, I think we could do an episode. And so it's like, okay, well, um, we were getting ready to go to Monterey. And so it's like, well, it's either tonight or not until we record again. So I said to my daughter, I said, I'm buying two tickets. If Victoria's available, I'll go with her. If not, you want to go. So my daughter and I went and saw it. And um it's fun my very 
meh, attitude about it completely changed. Yeah. It's fun. Yeah. It was not just fun. Yeah. It was, I mean, I was literally laughing out loud. And can I just say, I swear Greta and her, like everybody on that team, it feels like they have been playing Barbies from the time they were little up until they made that movie because there were so many things about playing Barbie that yeah. I was just like, oh my gosh, I remember that. I hadn't thought about that in years. Mm -hmm. It felt so real to mm -hmm. the experience of playing Barbies and it also felt very um, fresh. It wasn't like, you know, some nostalgic things feel like, oh, that's just really nostalgic, but it felt really fresh mm -hmm. as far as I mean, it legit felt like they were still playing Barbies and they had yeah. them all the way. Yeah. And all of them. The thing is that all the actors look like they were having a ball. They look like they were having the time of their lives. Yeah. I mean, the sets were incredible. I mean, just everything. Yeah. Colors, the, everything. Yeah. Yeah, they nailed it. They so nailed the creation of the world of Barbie. Mm -hmm. um, nailed that on so many levels. Mm -hmm. um, but also the feeling of it. Yeah. <laughs> when the kids are going to war and they're going to fight with tennis rackets and volleyballs yeah I about died because like oh my gosh yes I remember this yeah yeah <laughs> you know, I mean the kind of Barbie and Ken rolled and they don't have and, and they didn't have GI Joes they didn't have GI Joes to fight with I mean yeah. there's a lot of things that yeah they, they you know yeah I love that first of all that it started out with like um space odyssey <laughs> you know with the music and yeah, the whole yeah. like it's the whole space odyssey. Yeah. you you're like okay well wait a minute we're entering a new world yeah i haven't seen like the world building of it was it was very good. i will say though there's one thing that bothered me about the opening of the movie and i have a friend who was very um she and her daughters have very strong opinions about the importance of motherhood and so do i mm -hmm. um but I felt like, okay, here's your very first big spoiler alert as far as yeah. this is exactly how the scene went. It opens up with the girls playing with dolls, but they're only, you know, really the dolls that are available are baby dolls. Yeah. And then until this, have this, you know, Barbie, which is like the size of the obelisk on mm -hmm. Space Odyssey. Yeah. And um, like she comes into the world. And yeah, then my notes. these girls all start, you know, they're throwing the babies out. They're breaking the dishes with the babies. And first of all, the violence of it is like, this is disturbing to see them doing this with babies. But I get the point that they're making here as yeah. far as that's like the recreation of the space obviously scene. Mm -hmm. But what bothered me about that scene is that in that scene, there is not one single girl who's, who still holds on to the baby doll and goes, oh, this is okay. It's like, and every girl broke away from yeah. this. And it's like, no. No, every, every no, girl we all have had little. And, well, I mean, I think like I am hundred percent sure that I played big dolls when I was little. Yeah, I have zero memory of it. What I remember, and I remember hours and hours of it. So I can give you specific memories about spreading the blanket out in the front yard mm -hmm. and playing Barbies with my sister. Oh wow! And the two boys next door and next door to that, mm -hmm. they would come play with us, and they'd be the GI Joes. And uh -huh. it, I'm so many, and I have very vivid memories that I've zero wow. memories of playing baby dolls. My daughter, um, being her mother, I know exactly how many baby dolls she has had. She's had two. Hmm. And she never played with them. Did she play with Barbies? She, when she was two, her cousin 
gave her a gave her the first bar because she what her cousin is like five years older than she is uh-huh. five or six years older than she is and she wanted to be the one to introduce her to barbies and so she bought her mm-hmm. her you know her mom brought her barbie and, mm-hmm. and brought her over and that's been it she has she played She's and played with just barbies played. She never played with baby dolls. Um, and so I get that. I was not one who was like, oh, my baby dolls. But I have, I know other friends who, my, one of my daughter's very best friends, I've known her all of her life. And from the time I think she could talk, she could not wait to be a mom. Mm-hmm. Could not wait to be a mom. Yeah. And she's a mom now and her world is her children. Mm-hmm. And so while that's not me, mm-hmm. I respect very much that there are women that are like that. And that was not represented at all in that opening scene. It wasn't. I think that that's interesting. First of all, when I saw that again, I remembered, I thought, oh my gosh, I'm shocked Tracy just didn't get up and walk out. scene <laughs> Because, you know, it does feel like a a destroying of a certain kind of world that was created but I thought that was interesting and I didn't connect it till now but when they tell Barbie do you want to begin this another spoiler we can't just keep we're going to be spoiling so um when they tell Barbie uh, I'm going to be do you want to be human and this is what it means to be human and then she holds her hand and she has all these flashes it the first time I saw it all I saw were children Mm. and I thought oh, it's all, because I don't have kids. And I actually did, from the moment I was a little child, wanted to have babies. I wanted to be a mom. People would say, what do you want to be? My dad was a pilot. So they were like, hey, do you want to be a stewardess? Because obviously I couldn't be a pilot. But anyway, you want to be a steward? And I'd say, no, I want to be a mom. And so I usually don't get like, like I don't get caught up in paying attention for those things. But mm-hmm. in that scene where they're like, this is what it means to be human. There were so there were many children, m- mothers and, and, mm-hmm. and daughters and children and babies and mm-hmm. things. So I think that's interesting, though, that they destroyed the world, that world, uh-huh. and then came back, came to, back to it again and said, but this, mm-hmm. this like what's happening here is we're going to destroy this and we're going to create a plastic world of perfectness <laughs> and then when they she left it they're like oh well here it's a touchstone kind of oh yeah there you go so yeah so i did redeem it but it still was very yeah no i just i didn't like that in the beginning i mean mm-hmm. it's like okay have have most of the girls go let's yeah. get away from this world and let us make other choices mm-hmm. that that there wasn't one who yeah. went i'm i'm good with the baby doll yeah thank you you know <laughs> yeah there wasn't even one not yeah because in the ending scene where they kind of went back around full mm-hmm. circle there were many other relationships yeah. besides the mother-child relationship and well i'm just gonna like skip around here but i think it was interesting choice to have so barbie is i mean you've seen it but i'll just say barbie her world in her like barbie land world is falling apart and they take her to a different Barbie and different Barbie says weird Barbie this sounds a weird Barbie this sounds like it's a crazy movie but it is it is, it is. It's it's fun. Funny, but it's it makes, fun and fun and what I love great points I will get back to the okay. of your Barbie. one of the things my favorite things about this movie is that it has such great social commentary without feeling really heavy-handed yeah and I'm very sensitive to that because yeah movies heavy-handed I'm like get yeah. out of here just well, that's because, yeah, that's what I was wondering. 
Because I was wondering, like, when I got finished with it, if you were going to be like, oh, that was too heavy handed. No, because it was funny and it was so, Mm -hmm. it just, it felt playful for those of us who are old enough. I mean, girls still play with Barbies, kids still play Mm with Barbies. Yeah. Um, But it it was still playful in that Mm -hmm. way, but it just made such really great. I didn't feel like it was swayed too much one way or the other. We'll talk more about that. And it just made such great points without being like, and now you will listen to our agenda. Yeah. And you will agree or you are slime. Mm-hmm. It, was, yeah. it didn't feel like that. That's good. Sorry about that. I anyway, you were that. talking about going okay, to your- So, yeah. So Barbie's world is falling apart because, and she goes, weird Barbie and weird Barbie reads the signs and the signs are, look, you've got the person who's playing with you is sad or upset or lonely. And now you have to save her basically. And so she goes and she thinks it's the kid who's playing with her. She finds the kid and the kid's like, get out, you know, peace out. And it turns out it was her mom that was playing with her. Mm -hmm. And I thought that was an interesting choice that they didn't have to have. Because what I thought when they found the daughter and the daughter's like, fascist, Barbie, fascist. Mm -hmm. I thought, oh, well, then they're going to have a secret moment where the girl's like, yeah, secretly I'm playing with these dolls and I'm sad, but I couldn't be like that in front of my friends or whatever, but that wasn't it. It was really the mom and the connection was missing between the two of them. And somehow this sounds crazy. You say like Barbie brought them together, but, but I I just shared it with, yeah. When the little girl, when the girl was little, she's in high school now in the movie. But when she was little, they would play together. It was just the, the bond that mom and the daughter had. Mm-hmm. That was one of the things that they did. Yeah. Yeah. So I thought that was, I mean, that's the core relationship that was broken, mm-hmm. that was fixed, you know, by they That was one. And this was one of the things like, never <laughs> did I ever imagine I would be saying this sentence in my life. Hey, I better not, do I better not speak? I mean, they're not have water in my mouth. <laughs> It's one of the things I liked about the Barbie movies, how multidimensional it was. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> like that was one of the relationships yeah. that was repaired. But mm-hmm. then also Barbie's relationship with herself and the and her world, and mm-hmm. then also Ken and yeah. his relationship with himself and his world. And it was, I mean, it just on so many levels, yeah. It it just hit so many of the right notes. Yeah. Because it did. I one of the things, honestly, going into this, I thought, okay, it's either gonna be um just a dumb movie that's a dumb comedy that usually I'm not a big fan of dumb comedy yeah so I, I have I need mean, exactly the right movie yeah. for it and that movie doesn't hit I very felt often. very strongly um, there was not going to be that based on what you had seen before based on who the casting because okay. it just yeah it just um, didn't seem like somebody that was going to be a dumb movie so I thought okay and I'm not going to like if, so I wouldn't like if it was that um, or it's going to be so one-sided. Okay, mm-hmm. Barbie is horrible. She's awful because of the body image issues mm-hmm. and the expectations of women on women because of her. And mm-hmm. I thought it was going to be really heavy-handed that way. And it's just, it's not. Mm-hmm. It's just not. It's yeah. I felt well, like there was just this amazing balance because you know, there's. I am not anti-feminist. I am not. Um, She's not feminist like me. <laughs> I'm feminist in a different way. Yes, she's feminist in a different way. Um, I am but, feminist in the usual way. To me, burn my there, bra. There are, uh, you know, Both the term signs. toxic masculinity. Oh, yeah. I absolutely agree. There is toxic masculinity. But I also know there is toxic femininity. And that's not a term that we hear. I also know that there is non-toxic masculinity. And that's not talked about much. 
And so I felt like it was going to go like really hard yeah. down one road mm -hmm. and it doesn't, it doesn't, it just hits a lot of notes. It's, it's, mm -hmm. it's complicated. And I yes, like that. It is complicated. The barbing moving is complicated, kids. Yeah. The other thing that Probably, I love, gee, we just can't figure it all out. Yeah. It's so complicated. Well, I thought, so I had, they brought, they brought up some Barbie that I had that like no one I'd ever played with had and I never, no one had ever heard of it. It's called Grow Up Skipper. Oh yeah. Did you have I, I don't think I had that, but yeah. I remember it. It's arm and it's the torso extended and the boobs popped out. And then Skipper was grown up. Here's a go through puberty. Yeah. I don't have <laughs> any idea what, what they were smoking when they created that. But trying to send a message crazy. about growing up. I guess so. I guess and so. You no, know, our bodies change as we well, grow up. It's I a conversation everybody has to have. The other interesting thing I thought, and I think the reason why maybe the world worked, the Barbie world worked as mm -hmm. it did, is so my sister is. 16 years older than I am. And so she has um, the original Barbie and all the clothes and Midge and Ken. And so they were very special and they saved them. She saved them for me. Denise did. My sister Denise saved them for me. And when I got old enough that my mom thought I wasn't going to ruin these like very special turn them into weird Barbies. Barbies. <laughs> yeah. Turn them into weird Barbie. Like then I could play with them. And so they really were like special and I treated them like that. And the clothes were beautifully made and yeah. just like the satin, the dresses and, and like everything. I half my fashion like comes from like that sixties era of, you know, pencil skirts and all of that kind of stuff. So it was really fun. Um, to see that. And then of course I had Barbies from my own generation. And so it was really, I think part of the reason why it, the world worked in a, an emotional level is that I saw those Barbies from all those different times. Like, mm -hmm. And they said at some point where well, Barbie is just meant to be forever. It's an idea. Ideas yeah. are meant to go forever, you mm -hmm. know? And so I think that that too made it um, that connection of like, the generations playing with these dolls, like mm -hmm. the generations of, of, you know, yeah, of girls who grew up to be women who didn't end up being all the different, we didn't save the world. Barbie didn't save the world. She didn't. Mm -mm. And that's what I, that's one thing that I love about early in the opening, they're, they're explaining how Barbie just changed everything and she's a yeah. pilot and she's the president and she's yeah. a doctor and she's a this and she's a Barbie. Yeah. And they have like all and the so, Barbies yes. in the world living there, like the president, yeah, and yeah. a Nobel Prize winner. And, yeah. and 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 because of Barbie, all of how long did I think I wrote it down? Um all of the women's rights issues, all mm -hmm. the women's rights issues were solved. Yeah, because of Barbie. Yeah, because that was, that's, 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 that's what they in believe in. Yeah, in Barbie Land, yeah, that's what they that believe. The, 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 all the women's rights issues were mm -hmm. were solved by Barbie, and so when she gets to the real world, world and finds out that this girl hates her mm -hmm. and they're not going to give her a hug, and she's not their favorite person, don't ever. Yeah, um, it's a shock to her. Okay. And I think, I mean, and these are all the mm -hmm. you know the social commentary that under that that's for so long we've thought that if you know just give yes. more power and if, yeah. if the women are the ones in power then everything is going to be good and 
because we're going to balance mm -hmm. out this this patriarchy that we're taking down and this toxic masculinity mm -hmm. and women are going to take things over and it's all going to be all good mm -hmm. and that but it's like wait a minute it's more complicated than yes that. it is it's more complicated than that yeah oh i thought the other thing is oh gosh now like there's eight million different things let me find <laughs> sorry um yeah so let's talk about though the impossible standards of barbie oh gosh and first of all Mar they did have a nod helen mirren does the narrating yes uh -huh. helen mirren yeah dame helen mirren yeah. did the narrating for the barbie movie so anyway helen mirren uh did acknowledge that you know because barbie is margot robbie who is as barbie as you, you get possibly yeah. get she just looked like a human barbie yeah and she at some point has a breakdown she's like oh i you know i'm ugly i'm this i'm, I'm not that. i'm not pretty anymore yeah yeah, yeah. and so helen Mirren did like put a nod of like okay yeah. margot robbie's the wrong person here yeah. and we want to believe note, that this barbie's not pretty note to studio executives yeah. the casting choice of margot robbie mm -hmm. is not the choice to make yes yeah. when you're trying to make this point yeah exactly <laughs> exactly i loved that mm -hmm. i loved that, that. Yeah. So anyway, I'm um, another thing that I loved is when <laughs> when they're kind of introducing the Barbies and you're seeing the all the Barbies in their different roles, the lawyer Barbie, <laughs> she gives us a drop dead argument about whatever she's arguing and, she, and she's like, and I feel very strongly about this. And I can have logic, I can hold logic and emotion yes. at the same time. And they all cheer. They're like, yay. The one like, thing. Oh yeah. Yes. We don't have to, and I feel like that was what that's one of the um downsides to what the way a lot of either women going into the work world i feel mm -hmm. like because the work world was a man's world for yeah. so long that if a woman wanted to progress in that world she had to suppress her femininity yes. and enhance her masculine side yes. and take those traits and then um and also feminism on the other side it's like instead of going this is you know th this this classic femininity is not working it's not what we want and so we're throwing that off and becoming more um exciting more into the masculine side of themselves which is good we all yeah. have both sides very strong about that but um so to hear her lawyer mm -hmm. barbie acknowledging that yeah we can have we're not ruled by feelings but we don't have to throw feelings mm -hmm. out the door to in order to embrace yeah being logical and the and other thing those. is yeah they had the very little various ceremonies that barbies had and they gave i think it was a journalist award mm -hmm. to one of the to the worlds and she was like you know i deserve this yeah i worked hard i deserve this yeah. and like the way she said it was so much as if you would as if a barbie would say it but yeah. but it, said like a barbie would say but also without any we talked about apologizing last week mm -hmm. and I, uh, there were so many moments where i noticed the barbie said things without apologizing there wasn't even a note of i should be sorry for saying this i i shouldn't say yeah. i'm i like you can't get an award and say i deserve this or you know somebody was something or you know like i'm pretty or i'm the yeah. like there was no apology right. for being who they were and that's one thing in um for me one of the big big moments of the movie is um america ferrera her her character is human yeah and she's the one who was playing with the doll who created this portal between the world blah 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 
Um, so she ends up in Barbie land and mm -hmm. she gives a speech that is just like, I want to memorize this speech. Yes. I want a copy of this script so that yes. I can memorize this speech because to me, this speech is just like everything. And that's one thing she says in there. It's like, she goes off yeah. on, um, you know, how impossible it is to be a woman mm -hmm. in, 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 with the standards that are expected yeah. and how you have to, uh, you know, you have to be, want to be thin, but you can't say you want to be thin. You have mm -hmm. to say that you want to be healthy. And, mm -hmm. but then you have, but you have to be healthy. I mean, or you say you want to be healthy, but you also have to be thin. Yeah. You have to yeah. be thin. And mm -hmm. so just that kind of thing. And one of the things that she says multiple times in mm -hmm. that, in that monologue is, um, and grateful. Yeah. And you have to be grateful. Mm -hmm. And so that mm -hmm. whole, um, that Barbie standing up at the beginning and saying, you know, yes, thank you for this prize. I worked so hard. I deserve this. Mm -hmm. You know, you deserve, yes, I do deserve this. Mm -hmm. Um, go so contrary, but you know, you have to be great. Oh, yeah. thank you so much. Yeah. Oh, it's so amazing. You bestow this upon me. And there is that too, because you know, it's nice, you know, people who win Academy Awards are very, mm -hmm. you know, great yeah. people, whatever. Yeah. But also there, there's that balance of gratitude, mm -hmm. but also understanding that I have worked for this and there's no shame in that. Yeah. And was, recognizing what I've worked it for. It was so funny to see that. And, you know, Greta Gerwig captured that perfectly, that, mm -hmm. that, um, there was no apology for being who they were. Mm -hmm. And we say that all the time, like, you know, just be who you are and, you know, without apologies, without this, whatever. But there was no, like, not a hint of cynicism or, mm -hmm. I mean, there was some satire, sure. Yeah. But like the whole thing is satirical. I did see a bunch of um, reviewers who were very upset about the America Ferrera speech and that, you know, the, and they were mostly all men. There were some women, but mostly were all men that were like, you know, da -da 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 -da, we, men haters, you know, they just want to abolish all men, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, it, every single thing she says is true. You just have never heard it like that all squished together yeah. we like yeah like there were quotes she said that i like i've heard from you come from you like almost exact word for word so you, the ones who were the people who were talking about it, i thought well first of all this movie's not for you you were probably the boy that told your sister i'm not gonna play with barbies barbies are for girls and now they come back and like hey there's a movie and it's for girls and we hate it okay yeah. go boy go yeah. play with gi joe but at the same time, another thing I loved about the movie was it, it wasn't a movie about, it's just so hard to do. Mm -mm, mm -mm. It wasn't that at all. No. It was like, yeah, this stuff, this is crazy. And it's this, mm -hmm. we need, no, let's just be done with this. Yeah. But at the same time, it didn't take that and blame it all on the Kens. Mm -hmm. It didn't blame it. It's just like, no, no, just no. Yeah. And at the same time, it acknowledged that, um, and this is one of the things I loved about it. It's like in Barbie land. Yeah. And tell me if this was not, if you're a girl that played with Barbies, tell me if this is not how it was for you. When I played Barbies, mm -hmm. Ken, you know, the whole thing is like, Ken is supposed to be Barbie's boyfriend, but it's very clear in the oh. movie that Barbie is, Ken's her friend. And when I was playing Barbies, mm -hmm. it was, it was just like that. It was like, yeah, have Ken around, have Ken around. Mm -hmm. But whenever... I had a, a boyfriend or a mm -hmm. husband for Barbie when I was playing. It was G.I. Joe. <laughs> Ken, that would have been hilarious. So, I mean, it would have been completely undermined the whole movie, but that would have been hilarious. G.I. Joe shows up. But, 
but then it acknowledges it says you know i'm trying to remember the exact wording um something like that you know can basically only exists in oh yeah to be acknowledged by barbie it, it i mean i don't know if you've done heard a lot about the male gaze oh yes. yeah so they like they actually used that phrase you know i i you know barbie's gaze i'm only yeah, yeah. seeing under barbie's gaze or when barbie looks yeah. at me i mean they they were really you know yeah and so it wasn't just like it's so hard to be a woman mm -hmm. it is it is and the expectations are let us be done with those please yeah we can't be done with that fast enough yeah but recognizing at the same time that it's about women really just trying to find their place and where it is is not under the thumb of male dominance where yeah. it has been for too long yeah um but then where is it but and when that happens that also leaves the kens yeah wondering where they are what what is I mean, what does it when mean? It, yeah, I mean, one of these Ken adult. says when Ken, when the Kens take over Barbie Land, and then it's, that's falling apart, and he's like, it's hard making those decisions all the time. <laughs> and and this was it's like it, you laugh. It's yeah, funny because no, it's, it's a funny scene, but it's so, so true. Good. There's just so you know acknowledging that um, it's complicated. Yeah, and that's where I love it. That's where it wraps up. Mm -hmm. That's where it ends up eventually. Is yeah. That, it is complicated to be human yeah and i love that we get that from i know i know <laughs> i think so and we um, should wrap up um okay then favorite things there i mean there are so many things i loved about this movie but i loved so so loved at the end where the creator of barbie um, oh yeah her and barbie are having a moment because barbie's deciding if she wants to become human and she's and uh they're so they're having a conversation about that and the creator of Barbie is she says, you know, she's talking to Barbie about you're an idea. You're meant to be, you're meant to be forever. Mm -hmm. You're an idea. Plus, you're made of plastic. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, and that lasts, you know, an idea lasts forever. And she's talking about how complicated it is to be human. And she says, you know, that's the patriarchy. And because that's what Ken tries to introduce into Barbie then. Um, the patriarchy and Barbie, they're just ideas yeah. that we have come up with to try to deal with how mm -hmm. complicated it is to be human. Mm -hmm. And it's like, thank you. Yeah. The patriarchy is not evil. Barbie is not evil. Yeah. The patriarchy is not perfection. And Barbie is not perfection. Mm -hmm. They're ideas yeah. that we have come up with to try to figure out this mess that's called life, mm -hmm. that's complicated. Yeah. And we don't know what we're doing. No. Nobody ever has. And we no. just go, all go through here and mm -hmm. try to figure things out as we go along. And yeah. that's been the story of every person who's ever lived, except for, you know, the way I look at it, maybe Jesus. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, Dude knew what was going on. He, I, he had yes. it. Yeah. He had it down. <laughs> um, I guess, like, my favorite part, I think, of all of it, I think the relationship between the mothers and the like the generational mm -hmm. you know relationships that you could see you know the the creator coming back mm -hmm. and you know but I think that there was a line that America Ferreira said said that everyone is a little weird dark and crazy here and those were the heroes like 
you know, weird Barbie was the hero. Barbie was the hero when she became a little weird, dark and crazy. And, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. in America Ferrer and her daughter, of course. Well, and, and that, where that, that's what I love. Where that like, moment came about is that her daughter is the one who, her, you know, it's a mother teen and this mm-hmm. the relationship with the daughter's like, mm-hmm. and they used to be close. And so now it's a tough relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was the daughter who went to Barbie land with her mom mm-hmm. um, who said, you know, if, if you, when you, you know, you're, you're trying to fight against your being weird, dark and crazy when that's mm-hmm. what you are. And that's like the best part of you. Mm-hmm. And it was a daughter pointing out that that was like why she was, part of the reason she's so irritated with her mom, why that relationship was so strained is because her mother, she saw her mother not being her whole self. Yeah. And when her mother owned that, mm-hmm. she said, like, I am weird and I am dark and I am crazy. When her mother owned that mm-hmm. and just went, oh, okay. yeah. Then that was a big turn mm-hmm. in the healing of that relationship mm-hmm. is when the mother owned who she was. Yeah. And I think that's really true, not just in, um, parent and child relationships Mm -hmm. but in friendships Mm -hmm. in romantic relationships in all kinds of relationships because really honestly if the person that you're in relationship with is not wanting all of you yeah it's you know uh, there are various levels of relationships and if it's a if it's a kind of distant friend or that Mm -hmm. you're not around all the time that's okay Mm -hmm. if there are people who just like a certain side of you and that um, helps them in some way then okay mm-hmm. but for people who are really important to you if relationships are real important to you if they don't want your whole self then maybe it's time to question yeah that relationship mm-hmm. if they don't want the whole you then yeah yeah and I thought that 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 was great at the beginning we we were presented with this perfect world where you know you're dressed for everything and the end by the end it's not that that world still existed then but it's the just you know it's the imperfections Mm -hmm. that barbie herself was seeking Mm -hmm. you know as she steps off the yeah Oh, initially that she was fighting so hard against. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. having flat feet and cellulite? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Whatever oh my it takes gosh. to not have that. The cellulite is the thing that like drove her to like leave and yeah. go try to and be fix the world. Risk and, everything. Yeah, fix everything so she didn't have to have cellulite. Yeah, uh, which I thought was hilarious. I know. And such a beautiful yeah point. And oh, this anyway. this is why this is. It's such a great movie for us to be talking about here. Well <laughs> done. Well done. I know. I know. Cheers all of you to guys. The, cheers yes, to the Barbie people. And well done to all the people. Greta Gerwig yeah. represented our region strong there. Yeah. So until next time, yes. be sure to nourish your body and your soul so that you can be your whole entire self. Oh, there you go. Sorry. You have to, you have to flip at the end. Okay, so this is embarrassing because I've always made fun of people who did this, but like and subscribe. <laughs> Turns out it's important. Well, it's only it's it's only it's important because if you like what you're listening to and seeing and you want to find it again, it makes it easier for you to find it. And then also it makes it easier for other people to find it. Mm-hmm. So if you like us, like 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 us yeah like just, yeah like put a ring on it like yes. us yeah then like and subscribe and it'll make us easier to find hey it's tracy if this was helpful and you'd like more follow me 
on Instagram at tlastel.nourishingbodyandsoul or on Facebook or YouTube at Nourishing Body and Soul, or you can find my website at nourishingbodysoul.com. Thanks for tuning in to Nourishing Body and Soul, the podcast. Before we wrap up, we just want to remind you that the information we share in this podcast is for educational and informational purposes only and is not intended for medical advice. While we hope you find our discussions helpful, we strongly recommend that you seek the advice of a qualified healthcare provider before making any changes to your diet, exercise routine, or any other aspect of your health. We also want to make it clear that the host, guests, and producers of this podcast are not responsible for any adverse effects or consequences that may result from the use of any information or suggestion discussed in this podcast. We care about your well-being, but we can't take responsibility for individual outcomes. By listening to this podcast, you agree to indemnify and hold harmless the hosts, guests, and producers of this podcast from and against any and all claims, damages, liabilities, costs, and expenses arising from your use of the information provided in this podcast. We're so grateful for your support, and we hope you keep listening and learning with us. Thanks.